Hello everyone, welcome back to Plotlines, I'm Connor, and today I want to talk about MCU fatigue. I think there's a lot of people, if you're like me, who are very lacking, you're, you're lacking excitement for the upcoming movies, and, you know, you know the TV shows may be good, you're excited for a few things, but specifically the ones you're most excited about, or might be excited about, are in the future, are in the, you know, are in the next couple of years, uh, like, such as Thor, and Doctor Strange, and since coronavirus, we're having every movie be pushed back, so that's, that's kind of an update is just that we're, uh, you know, we're not having them, uh, the, or the Black Widow movie has been pushed all the way to November, I believe, and it's just, the MCU is really drifting away from what it used to be, which is, uh, which really focused on a main set of Avengers, and the Avengers aren't even going to have a movie in Phase 4, which is a very strange thing. Anyways, but on the topic of fat fatigue with the MCU, it seems to be, to me, that the reason fatigue might come about is that they ended sort of the main uh, goal of the of the series of the MCU of the Infinity Saga of 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 everything that leads up to that led up to Thanos and the stones and the stones are now out of their reach. I mean, they could also time travel apparently any time, which kind of it's just it feels like an ending, but it's not ended because there's so much more stories that they are going to tell. They're going to try and tell. There's. I'd say the movie I would be most excited for is Thor, Love and Thunder, which, but, first of all, that name, I'm not excited about, really. Love and Thunder, that's just kind of weird. But, uh, but also the whole, uh, Jane Foster thing, Thor, there'll probably be, oh yeah, well, there'll be female Thor, which I think is utterly stupid, but that's just, um, you know, that's, that's gonna be important, but since it is Taika Waititi as the director, it's definitely going to be funny, it's definitely gonna be quirky, you know, it'll be in the vein of, uh, what is it, the vein of Ragnarok, but it's just, it, I don't know. We'll see. It the end of Endgame really ended ended weirdly with Thor when Thor left Valkyrie in charge of New Asgard on Earth, which I think is completely bonkers because Thor just realized that he's worthy. Like the whole point of the end of Endgame was that he realized he's worthy. He should be worthy to be king. And to give up his leadership is sort of ditching out on his 
on his people and his obligations just because he's, uh, I don't know, just because he felt bad for a while and was kind of a lazy person because so many people died and Loki's dead and all that jazz. But, but the strange thing is that they sort of left it on not as like a disappointing note, but as sort of an exciting moment or something that you're supposed to want to see, that Valkyrie becomes queen, even though it makes absolutely no sense because she, she isn't, she, her job is basically to be the ultimate warrior that defends the throne, not to be on the throne, but I get it because, you know, we all need to do this. Oh, women are strong characters. Oh, they can be, they're going to be the leaders of everything. Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's just obvious. It's not because there's any logical explanation for it. There's nothing that has been that has been building it up. Valkyrie just showed up at the end of Endgame and you know fought after you know you know I mean she was there she was at uh you know you got to see her at New Asgard in I think it was Norway I'm guessing uh but and yes Thor can be an incompetent leader but the whole point was that he was getting out of himself and. If anything, he should actually lead. Like, I mean, he literally has the ability with his, uh, with his, uh, Storm, was it, um, Stormbreaker or something? I can't, the, uh, his new hammer can literally use the Bifrost to go anywhere. He can literally go anywhere. He has teleportation powers now. So... It's utterly ridiculous. Well, I guess he might actually just be able to go to the Dying Realms, I guess. But that's still, still, that's important. As well as... As well as he might be able to find a place where they could live. I mean, technically, they could live in the Dark Elf's land because they're all dead, I guess. So, that's... You know, one of the things about, like... Uh, Thor's, they kind of made it so the different, uh, the other races that live on all the different realms aren't that interesting or that, or that important or even worth mentioning. Who knows, really, we only know one person from Vanaheim, which they could have made interesting, they could have made them sort of a really interesting group of sort of counter-gods of like, sort of like, you could make it sort of like how, uh, in, uh, there's a thing called old money and new money, uh, when it comes to, like, people inheriting money and people earning money, and you could make old, you could, you could have made, as they could have made Asgard new money and Vanaheim old money sort of thing, but, like, sort of that snooty aspect, but, but, uh, Asgard was the right up-and-coming group in the area, in the region, so their power became, uh, too powerful to, to keep from, you know, the Asgardians from overtaking the, uh, people of Vanaheim, so it could, it could have been that way, 
And then, you know, the elves, the light elves haven't even been, you know, basically been, I don't know, haven't been there. They haven't been there at all. They should have had, or they should have the light elves be a part of the story at some point. There's only been one dwarf, and basically it seems like they killed out, killed off all the dwarves, which seems really bad. It just... I don't know why they seem to want to always destroy their options, basically. They have loads of options to do things, but instead of using them and allowing things to develop over time, they end up just destroying them for with, with little to no effect because it doesn't really... or it doesn't actually hit the audience that they even were there to begin with, because we didn't know they were there to begin with. So, they destroy the dwarves, at least from what from what I can understand. They don't they haven't introduced the, the light elves, and who knows what they're going to do. It's, uh, it, I mean, it seems like they might have just the Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy, around for the ride, which I think is kind of cool, but it's, it's not, I mean, it's a Thor story. I don't know, that's, that's kind of the question. Will it feel like a Thor story, or will it really be Guardians of the Galaxy just with Thor? But that's, I mean, he did go with them, so I guess it makes some sense to at least start with that. But, but it would be good to have Thor basically in the Taika Waititi created universe sort of thing. But sort of go back to um, sort of some semblance of normalcy. Or at least like bringing back characters. But like sort of starting anew. But sort of the way they wish they would have started anew. Sort of with that funny dynamic. With the crazy dynamic. With the really like, um, I don't know, really colorful like nature. But like everything's kind of a joke. But there are moments when... There are, you know, dangerous moments and, you know, stuff like that. Anyways, so the TV shows kind of look interesting. The the ones that will be on, uh, what is it called? Uh, Disney Plus, which I'll be watching, hopefully. Uh, if they're interesting, at least. You know, the Falcon and Winter Soldier sound like they're going to be the best. They're going to be coming out first. And then WandaVision, who knows, that sounds kind of interesting, but also kind of crazy, and, you know, it's something where it's, like, it's not real, so it's not really happening, like, you know, that type of thing, and, and I'm not usually a fan of that. Um, the Loki one will be interesting, but it, but it will be, or it will be interesting, but who knows what they're going to do with it. It's, they could do anything with it. I like Loki in Ragnarok, but this Loki, I think, is a Loki that, um, was from, oh, what was it? He was from the Avengers, not from Ragnarok, or, or from Endgame, or from Infinity War, so he's not at all going to be a good guy, as I understand it. He's going to be making mischief, which could be fun. It could, that whole dynamic 
could lead him eventually to face off with Thor somehow in the next movie. I don't really know. Maybe it's a way to get him back to that situation where he's dealing with his uh, brother. Some he could come from a different reality, the different reality since he has the space stone. Anyways, I I don't know. It'd be interesting. He could he could figure out a way to get to the timeline that we're in in the movie in the movies and on his TV series. Then there's the what if which. I'm welcome for, you know, it's it's an animated show. Hawkeye, that one sort of bugs me in a sense because I really don't like the idea of doing the female Hawkeye thing. <laughs> this is one of my big my pet peeves with Marvel is just that they basically take their characters and then they'll make female versions or or give their versions a new ethnicity or something. Instead of just being creative and making another character that is interesting, that would work alongside or engage with the main character that everyone's been watching. So, Hawkeye should be the main character. Clint Barton should be the main character. We should watch Jeremy Renner go through all of this stuff. And then... You know, maybe he has a sidekick, but he, but she, which is whatever, uh, shouldn't be Hawkeye. He should because he is Hawkeye, and it's still it's silly. Anyways, we'll see with that one. And then there's Moon Knight, which I have absolutely no idea how that will go. It's interesting. It'll deal with Egyptian gods. I don't really, never really been interested. Or I've been interested, but I've never really gotten into Egyptian gods, so who knows what that... She-Hulk? She-Hulk at least has some merit, I think. As, like, a sort of... Like, she has something interesting about her. But I still think it's annoying that everyone just... Everyone that's new gets, like, a... Ba uh, a name that is based in another character's name, but whatever. I guess Hulk makes some sense, but anyways. So, movie-wise, we got Black Widow coming out soon, in November, after coronavirus, which, you know, I, I feel like they might, they'll have a good showing for that, just because maybe coronavirus will be over, hopefully, God willing. Uh, the Eternals, after that, which will be interesting, because some Game of Thrones actors, which would be kind of funny, will be in it, um, the star of it is the guy who played, uh, what was his name, um, Rob Stark, the guy who played Rob Stark is the main character, and then, uh, the guy who played Jon Snow is maybe an antagonist or some sort, which will be really cool because he's literally going to be, like, a knight, which will be awesome, like, if he's, going full armor, you know, I want him, I, they should go fully, um, what's the word, um, they should go a full on, uh, knight in this, you know, if they want to make it really cool, don't, full medieval, don't go, don't have some weird, silly thing, like, make, just go full on it with it, go full with it. Uh, it's funny because he owns a horse named Aragorn. Anyway, so 
there's a lot of references to Lord of the Rings, so, and, you know, since Game of Thrones has a lot of references to Lord of the Rings, it will be interesting to see that character play out, especially since he's already playing a, he already played a character that's sort of an Aragorn-like character, or, you know, using that sort of stereotype. Anyways, then there's Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. I feel like I'm not sure at all what this is going to be, but it's kind of taking a storyline that Iron Man might have because of fighting the Ten Rings and just moving it to this guy. He's like a karate master. I don't know. It should just be a, a action movie. Spider-Man 3. Uh, Spider-Man 2 wasn't really my favorite, so I hope they sort of up the ante with that, and I hope that it's not like I really don't like Mysterio because he, because of the literally because the fact that you don't know what's going on and it's all I don't like being confused most of the movie. It's not that I didn't know what was going on; it was just that it's all fake, and I like seeing real things. Anyways, I mean, obviously, real in the sense of what they want you to believe is real, not what what they eventually want you to throw away is not being existing at all. And then Thor, we talked about it. Doctor Strange and the multiverse, which should be the coolest one, I think, as long as, you know. But the whole, so the whole thing is that my fatigue is also linked to the fact that so much of culture is being perverted by politics that I just don't want everything to become a political piece of garbage like Star Wars. And I know Star Wars isn't necessarily all because of, it's not, like, the latest movies aren't just garbage, really. I mean, I haven't seen the last one, but The Last Jedi, which tainted a lot of Star Wars for me, it was just a bad story, but they tried to use politics, they tried to use a strong woman or whatever type of thing, like, you know, oh, you don't, if you don't like her, it's because you hate women or something. As an excuse for their bad writing. As an excuse for their just horrible dealings. So, and I think that's dumb. So, that's so that's my, that's my overall concern with what the Marvel Universe is doing going forward. If they try and pervert what they've already made into something... Like, I mean, they've already, there's already signs of that with Captain Marvel. I, again, not a, not a great movie. And, uh, and then they had, you know, some stupid scenes in Endgame that were, that are easy to push aside because they were, or because they were a small, silly thing in the midst of a awesome movie. But, it's easy for people once they have no more ideas, which I hope Marvel does. Marvel, I hope Marvel doesn't have no ideas, or I hope they have ideas left in their tank. Uh, but they can easily, without any ideas, they can easily just go for clickbaity, you know, silly stuff that has no merits on any story level. And then in the future with Phase Five. All we know is that they are making Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, which, you know, I'm not excited about. Ant-Man 3, which I have no idea what will be like. 
we'll see if Ant-Man shows up somewhere in the other shows. Blade, uh, Fantastic Four, and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 are to be determined about when they're coming out. Fantastic Four is more so that they're, they may make a movie regarding the Fantastic Four. It's unclear. They might show up in another movie. Who knows what will happen with the Fantastic Four. But that's the overview at this point for the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I'm worried that fatigue will take hold and things will just peter out. But uh, I have no idea at this point. I'm just... I just think this is a big possibility. And I don't want the Marvel Cinematic Universe to collapse into nothingness. I hope they do I hope they get more ambitious with with telling uh complicated stories, you know, not just like popcorn movies, but sort of, you know, get really deep, make make me really care about all their characters and, you know, make me cry. That would be good. But we'll see and the future will tell us that. Uh, well, thank you everyone for listening to Plotlines. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.